Hi there, and welcome to the Accepted Authority podcast. My name is Greg Roworth, and each week I'm your host on the Accepted Authority podcast. And in this podcast, we discuss the challenges around growing your consultancy practice, and particularly the strategy of using authority positioning to enhance your profile and set you up to be seen as a leader in your field so that you're attracting more premium level clients consistently and predictably. In today's episode, I want to discuss the topic of your stance as the accepted authority. And by that, I mean, what is the positioning you take or the demeanor you have, the stance you have when you are in a sales meeting particularly, or in any other um, interaction with potential clients that uh, you're involved in. But particularly, I want to refer to the sales meetings because often this is the most challenging area that uh, we can be involved in as consultants, and particularly if you're not that comfortable in the selling environment. And what I see with most consultants who aren't born salespeople or they're they're not um, particularly skilled in selling is that the stance they take is often more of a a stance or demeanor of servitude. And that's quite natural considering we're in the service business. As consultants, we offer services to our clients So it's natural to feel that we have a service attitude. We we want to provide great service. We want to be serving our clients so that they are getting the results that they're looking for. However, if we take that stance as a servant in that relationship, you'll find that every sales session, every interaction you have client, with clients is, puts you on the back foot. It puts you in a status of, or a low-level status where your clients are the masters and you're the servant. Now, while that sounds okay in theory, in practice it really puts you at a very high level of disadvantage. So To offset that, we need to look at the stance you should take to be seen not as a servant, but as the authority in the um, sales situation particularly. So there's a couple of aspects that I want to refer to in your stance as the authority in a sales situation. And that first stance you want to take is quite opposite to the way most of us go about selling. And when we go into a sales situation, typically it's because we're looking for more clients, we we want more clients, and possibly there's a great level of need for more clients. And again, that situation puts us on the back foot to start with because if our attitude is we want that sale, then we are going to be communicating to the client in subtle ways, in um, 
subliminal ways, perhaps, that we are needy. We want this, their business. Now, when you approach it that way, again, it puts you on the back foot. It puts the client in a position of strength in the negotiation. So to make the point here, what we need to do as the authority and to maintain our authority stance is to flip the arrangement there, to flip it so that we are not trying to sell the client. We're not trying to make the sale every time. Our first goal in any of those interactions should be to identify whether the client has a justification or a, a value in working with us. In, that, in, in other words, we need to be interviewing the client to see that they're worthy to become our client rather than the client interviewing us to see if we're worthy to take on their business. Now, when we take on that stance, it really just changes the dynamics so much. And I can refer to this. The first time I saw the value in this situation was when I was uh, looking for some help with my marketing very early on in my first consultancy practice. And I had been referred to this um, consultant who um, had a good reputation. And um, I went to this consultant looking to see whether he had something to offer me to help me grow my practice. And while my attitude was, let's check this guy out and see if he's any good, it soon became a different dynamic in that I was trying to sell myself to him to take me on as a client. Now, he did this very skillfully. He flipped the dynamics of that conversation to assert his authority up front. He became the authority in my eyes very quickly because he started to ask questions that made me start to try to sell him on my value to him as a client. Now, that is a very effective way of changing the dynamics, asserting your authority, helping you take that authority stance, but also then changing the the position, changing the status that you are seen by, uh, by the client. So when you're able to interview the client to help them justify their value in becoming a client rather than you being interviewed by them to try to make the sale, your authority authority is asserted and elevated in that dynamic. So the, the whole fundamental foundation of being able to take that position is to not have a need to make every sale. You need to be first primarily interested in the quality of that client. The quality of a client needs to be at a level where you 
are discriminating. You will take on certain clients, but you won't take on other types of clients. Clients need to fit your criteria for selection, not having the attitude of you need every sale you can get. When you have that attitude, you can be more selective about the type of clients you want. And and that may seem a little bit scary for some because it means that you're narrowing down your options. But what tends to happen is that when you can choose the clients you work with, you can also set the prices that you're going to charge them. And so you don't need to be so worried about cutting your margins. And this is where running your business is made so much easier. When you need fewer clients because your profit margins on each job are so much higher, you have many more options in terms of how you service that client, the prices you charge the client, the people that you put on that client's projects, um, and the continuity of work would you get with that that client as well because often because you're the authority in the process you can almost predetermine the extent and level of the way your services are going to be provided rather than going cap in hand every time the client wants more work so being selective about the sort of clients you want to work with and having an assessment criteria to judge each client to help you and them understand whether they are the right fit for you, whether they're the right sort of clients for you to work with, and being willing to say no to clients, being willing to say, no, I don't think we're a good fit, um, and giving them some other options, perhaps uh, suggesting one of your competitors that uh, they might be better off with. So really having that stance of the authority is about not needing every client. Your authority position is very much elevated when you are selective about the type of clients that you want to take on. Now, a second way that you can have that authority stance is in the sales meeting, is then to, once you get past an initial criteria setting stage, and perhaps I would suggest you do this process in a number of meetings, at least two separate meetings. First, the qualification meeting, get through that set of criteria, and then you set up another meeting to take them to the next level. But then again, you run them through an assessment process around how they measure up to best practice in terms of the type of work that you would be doing with them, the area of your expertise, in other words, setting them up so that you are driving the process around what is best practice rather than having them come to you and say, this is what we want you to do take a step back and say and and ask for proof ask for their reasoning and help to uh, will help to get to understand their reasoning but also help them 
to understand that maybe their reason is not necessarily as sound as it could be. And again, you, by taking that stance of not accepting their judgments and their reasoning at face value, you assert your authority again by having your own criteria and assessment process for determining where their operations fit or how they measure up to what you know they should be doing in their business or how they should be operating rather than having them tell you what you what what they want you to do uh, based on their criteria so if you adopt the stance of winning the sale based on their criteria going to tender going uh, presenting your proposals based on what they're asking you to do your authority is undermined and almost displaced but if you have the stance of requiring them to measure up to your assessment process of what is required what they're they're lacking now what the gap is between where they are and where they could be or perhaps should be then you allow them to see where their understanding is limited where their um processes or their thought processes around the work that they thought they needed is not up to mark and where your assessment process shows them a better way. When you can do that, again, you assert your authority, but also you take that authority positioning. You become the master rather than them allowing them to be the master and you becoming the servant. So elevating your stance from servant positioning to authority positioning, again, gives you all those advantages about determining how you work with your client, the way you want to work, the prices you charge, because they stop seeing you as a, a provider, a supplier of services to fill their needs, and start seeing you as the master, the authority who has the better approach, the best answer, the best solution for them to get a better result than what they even thought they could achieve themselves. So there are a couple of ways I want you to see of how you can assert your stance as an authority in a sales situation. And it takes a bit of courage. It takes a, a bit of um, backbone, if we put it that way, to go into a sales conversation to flip the dynamics of what is normally seen as the master-servant relationship where the client is often the master and you're the servant. If you want to change that situation, then I think it's worthy to really look and study this approach of becoming the authority and being taking that stance of the authority in every client interaction so that you're the person that they see that has the answers rather than you being the servant to do the work that they think they need. So take the opportunity 
to assess what you're doing. How do you approach a sales situation? Do you need every sale? Are you short of sales and need every client that you can get? I hope that's not the case because that's a horrible position to be in. But just even if that is the case, when you change your approach and change your attitude to not being willing to accept every client, but only being willing to accept the clients who are the best fit for you, the premium level clients that you're looking for, you are much more likely to attract those clients and much more likely to identify those clients so that you can focus on how to approach them, how to get uh, into their sphere so that you can be seen as the authority in their world. And they come to you not asking you to do the work that they decide they need, but asking you to help them show them a better way. So really, that's all I wanted to talk about today. I hope you see, again, the value of taking that stance of being the authority in the sales meetings and identifying how you can change the dynamics from becoming the servant or being the servant to being seen as the authority. If you want to know more about how to achieve that authority stance in your sales meetings, then reach out to me through my website at businessflightpath.com or through LinkedIn or Facebook profiles. I just search Greg Roworth and you'll find me on either of those places and uh, send me a direct message um, and we'll set up a time to talk. So be the authority. Take the stance of the authority in your sales meetings and see your sales results change positively in the future. So that's been the Accepted Authority podcast for this week. I'm Greg Roworth. We'll see you all again next week.